Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. We go into that word now, Father, humbling ourselves afresh. Particularly, I ask for fresh unction and anointing upon my heart and my lips, that indeed I will speak as I should, as an oracle of God. And I pray that you put the same unction that is upon me, upon the ears and the hearts of everybody that will hear me, those who are physically present here, as well as those who will hear me remotely, electronically. So that this word will flow freely, Father, from you through me to your people. To do an internal and eternal work in every heart, including mine. In particular, to cause our wills to become more humble. Minds to be more enlightened with revelation knowledge. Emotions to be more tempered and controlled by the power of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. I further pray, Lord God. That as I speak, the power of the Spirit of God be released in great as well as in sufficient measure. Power that will heal, power that will deliver, power that will break yokes and free men. So that they will become doers of the things that they hear and are hearers only. Wherever this word is heard and released in all the earth. I also pray for mercy. To be faithful that I will deliver this word with precision. Redeem the time. And say only what you want me to say. Bringing out of the treasure of this word. Things new and old. As a scribe instructed unto the kingdom. In Jesus wonderful name we pray. And all those in agreement with me. Receiving every blessing I mentioned. In their individual lives. All individually agreed and said. We are going to continue our study on overcoming rebellion, the spiritual dynasty of David. I would like to briefly remind us that God, from the beginning, before the nation actually entered the promised land, while they were still in the wilderness, God never wanted, never planned for them to have what we would call a biological monarchy. That is a monarchy that is passed, you know, biologically, that a king will be one of the children of the present king. He had always, and you know, the funny thing about God, honey, is that he doesn't change his plans. No matter what we do, God will still bring back his plan. Are you listening to me? You know, gee, I was reading my Bible study a few days ago, you know, and I, I just wondered at the, at the wisdom and the greatness of God. Do you know God preached the gospel to Abraham? When he, was, he wasn't blessing Abraham, he was blessing the whole world. He said, in thee shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, and kings will come out of thee. He wasn't thinking about the Jews. He was talking about you and I. He had, his plan for the whole world was encapsulated in what he had said to Abraham. And he never deviated from that plan. Give the Lord God a super clap offering. Faithful. 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 
And it doesn't matter if it takes him 10,000 years, he'll get it done. He watches over that word to perform it. Oh, don't let me go there. The spiritual dynasty. So he told them, he said, look, when you get in the land, I know you. This is Olubi Johnson, 21st century paraphrase. I know you. You're going to ask me for a king. I don't want you to have a king, but I know you're going to ask for one. Now, now, if you ask for that king, let this king do this. Let him make a copy of the law. Let him keep it. Let him read it to himself every day. Keep it in his heart and mouth. You know, he says, if he does that, he should not multiply wives. He should not multiply money. He should not multiply horses to himself. He said, if he does that, then he will prolong his days and the days of his seed. All the on the. In other words, I'm going to incorporate the spiritual dynasty into the biological monarchy. But it is only conditional if the people in the biological monarchy keep this law. You know, he's smart. God is smart. Because he knew they wouldn't do it. And there could be a failure. You know. So, we have uh, 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 um, the spiritual dynasty of David, which will be likened now to a spiritual leadership in the New Testament church who, like David, has a heart to do all of the will of God with the emphasis on the word all. And it is that leadership that is rising now. In fact, it's already in the earth, but it's coming now into prominence, you know. And this kind of leadership produces natural fruit, just like the fruit of a tree. When if you if you if you feed the, if you uh, um, fertilize the tree and all of that, it will grow branches, and after some time, start bringing forth fruit. That's how it. But it takes years. We know that even in natural trees. In the spirit is the same thing. In contrast to David's dynasty, there is a Saul dynasty, uh, uh, which is the biological uh, uh, um, monarchy, uh, monarchy system, which produces bad kings. And we see in the nation of Israel, both, both you know, in, in Judah as well as in Israel, majority of the kings were bad. Majority, you know, because it wasn't God's system. And most of them did not obey this law. Even, uh, what's his that kid's name? <laughs> he, was, he was a kid then. He's not a kid now. He's in heaven now. You know, um, that, that young man's name, his name was Josiah. You know, he had a priest, Jehoiada. Let's give Jehoiada a super clap offering. Great man. Great man. He did not take the kingship to himself. He, 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 he uh, rescued the boy when he was about eight years old. You know, killed his grandmother. You know that terrible woman? She killed all her grandchildren. Oh God, look at ambition. Her own, her own grandchildren. Can you imagine, honey? You, they always say, I would say for our learning. The human heart is terrible. Though. It is capable of terrible things. That's why the only way you can keep it is by putting the word of God inside. You don't keep the word of God inside, you will be amazed what you will do. So, the, the, he, she killed all her grandchildren. And uh, this man, Joe Hyde, a nice guy, you know, he looks after, he puts this boy, they hide him in the, in, the, um, in, the, in the house of the Lord for seven years. And then he organizes, they kill this woman. Then he now makes this boy king, you know, which is his, was his right, biological. You know, Joe Hyde should have been king. That's another message for another day. Biological. 
So as long as Jehoiada was alive, isn't that amazing, Pastor Wale? As long as Jehoiada was alive, this boy behaved himself. But then, when Jehoiada died, and incidentally they honored him, they buried him in the sepulcher of the kings. Give the Lord a clap offering. As far as God was concerned, Jehoiada was king. He was king of the spiritual dynasty. But of the biological dynasty, it was this kid. You know, this, I call him a kid. You know, uh, I'm talking, you know, uh, present truth, you know, at the time. You know, and, 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 you know, he just began to misbehave. He married two wives. Well, he did that before Jehoiada died, and he went off track. You know, uh, God telling us, you, 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 they were hardly, we can count them on five fingers. Jehoshaphat, Hezekiah, this Josiah, which I have mentioned, give him half mark. Solomon will give him half mark. And one other guy called Amaziah, I think. And that's it. All the other kings were bad. And that's why God said, I don't want you to have a king. But anyway, they went ahead. Today, this kingship system will be likened to the Pentecostal denominational system. And what it does is it, 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 similar to the biological uh, uh, monarchy system of Israel was that you open branches like you open a franchise. You know, McDonald's or Kentucky Fried Chicken. You, oh, I want to go to Ibadan. So we need a branch in Ibadan. So I come and, op I come and start a church in Ibadan. Then I now take one of my pastors that are in my church, you know, or one of the people... You know, I've actually seen this happen before. The man may not even be a pastor. God may not even have called him, but he's rich or he has some financial resources. He has he's a man of influence. He has a good job. He can speak good English and all of that. So I said, okay, now God has said, you will go, to, go and become the pastor of the branch in Ibadan. So he now goes to Ibadan. Now that guy, sometimes they will be called. Sometimes, don't let me use the word call. Sometimes they'll be anointed. Sometimes they will not be. So, but just like Israel, majority are bad. Because it's not God's system, you see. It, it's man's system. The correct system is what I shared with you. Like me, you know, God spoke to me. I can use myself. He said, you are a branch of Kenneth Hagin. He said, that's my system. But he said, look at how many years it took. He said, Kenneth Hagin doesn't even know you exist. I met him twice, but, you know, just informally. You know, he doesn't know me. He didn't, he didn't know me personally. You know? He said, but you're a branch of him. He said, what happened was that this, just like you have sap coming from the earth into the tree, it naturally produces branches and fruits. So the things I learned from Kenneth Hagen, E.W. Canyon, Kenneth Copeland, and some of these great men, uh, you know, all these uh, uh, Bill Britton and, and, and George Warnock and many of these great guys, Pa Elton, you know, it was, they are my branch of all of those guys. You know, it was this, the, the, the life of God, the power that came into me through what they taught, that I acted upon, that now produced the fruit in me and caused me, and the Holy Spirit now led me to start Scripture Pasture. So Scripture Pasture is a, is a natural branch, but look at how many years it took. Now the reason why men do the other things is because of money. They can't wait for 20 years or 30 years. For, for the branch to produce fruit. So they do an artificial fruit and open a branch and post a man there, you know, and um, just like a Christmas tree, 
So a Christmas tree, you can put, you can put a, a, you know, a decoration on it and take it off. It's not organic. That's the system we have now. It's not God's system. God has used it. Still using it. But it's not His perfect will. And watch this. It can never produce the Christ. The, prob- the, the purpose of the church for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and knowledge of the Son of God on the perfect man, on the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Now we might grow up to you know that system can only produce by the natural system, the, the Davidic spiritual dynasty. It cannot be produced by this soul system. That is why God is raising up a new leadership patterned after David. Uh, a thought that came to me uh, when we're, we, were, we went to Abuja uh, last weekend, on last Monday, you know, and I met a young man, he's not young anymore, he's in his 50s now, who is the head of the Rama Bible Training Center in Nigeria. You know, he used to come to Scripture Pasture, you know, when he was younger, you know, and he treated me and mommy with such great honor and respect. You know, great guy, you know, and, he, you know, we're just talking and sharing and all of that, and he was telling me the work that they're doing in Nigeria, you know, and how they have, you know, um, so many uh, people who have come and graduated from Rema, and all of them have gone to start church. But they're not branches. That's God's system. They're not branches. They don't have any af- um, 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 official affiliation with Kenneth Hagen Ministries, even though they, 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 they come from Rema Bible Training Center. You know, they make their own. They don't, they don't send any money. They, they can do free will offering when they like, you know, like I tithe to my fathers. I tithe to Kenneth Hagen Ministries every month. I tithe to Kenneth Copeland Ministries every month. I tithe to uh, um, George Warnock, Derek Prince. Some of them are dead, but they still have their ministries. Every month, that's where my tithe goes. When Mrs. Porter was still alive, I used to tithe to her every month. Although she's even dead and gone to heaven now, there's a young man who served her. I still send money to him every month. Doesn't fail. That's the that's God's system, you see. That's the, that's the natural fruit system, not this, uh, um, this thing. And you find that when, honey, you know how things get corrupted. When the Pentecostal system started in 1906, Azusa Street, out of that came the major Pentecostal denominations. I'll name them to you. You know, Assemblies of God, of which I was a part. You know, Church of God, Four Square. Um, uh, well, at least let me just use those three. You know, there were others, you know, you know, the, 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 these denominations. You know how they started? I now saw where we missed it. Pastor G, you see where we missed it? What happened was that all those, all those Pentecostal denominations set up Bible schools. They set up Bible schools. So, People in, in, in the, in the, in the, in the, who they get, born, who get born again, who feel a call of God for their lives. They didn't have this branching system. It deteriorated to that, but that's not the original system. They had, just like Kenneth Hagen, they, they started Bible schools. So Assemblies of God Bible School, Foursquare, they all had Bible schools. So if men felt led and called of God, they would go to the Bible school. Then when they finish the Bible school, they will now go to wherever God is leading them to go and start their branch. And that, and that church, they may have assemblies of God on it, but it will be independent. For instance, the church I went to in London, 
pastored by Bernard and Ida Porter, you know, was Assemblies of God quite all right, but it, it wasn't a branch. They couldn't say, oh, Pastor Porter, we remove you from there. We put another man. No. Pastor Porter and his wife started that church and they stayed there until they died. That's the correct system. That's it. But it got corrupted. In our own place, we hardly have Bible schools. Or even when we do, we still, you know, make the people a part of, you know, and then you, they have our name and then they must do. And if they don't, if we don't like what they're doing, we remove them and put another person there. You know, that's not God's system. And it will not produce the fullness of Christ. So, God now is raising up a Davidic spiritual dynasty. In order to understand this, we have to look at the life of David, which is what we're looking at, and the problems that arose in David's life so that we can avoid them, like we looked in our last lesson, where it says, you know, these things were written for our learning. So in our last lesson, we see uh, Adonijah rise up, you know, uh, and, and, and make himself king. Uh, David hears about it through Bathsheba and Nathan. They report David, David, you know, quenches the rebellion by anointing Solomon as king while he's still alive. The rebellion is scattered. Adonijah runs to the horn of the altar at, at, the, at the tabernacle to ask for mercy. Solomon shows him mercy. He doesn't kill him. And that rebellion is quenched. So today we start now with the death of David. First Kings chapter 2. Am I talking to anybody here? Now, the days of David, I didn't hear you, drew nigh that he should die. And he charged Solomon his son, saying, I go the way of all the earth. Everybody said, this is the way of all the earth. Everybody will be born and everybody will die. Thank God we're the final generation. We're still going to die anyway. It's not like we don't die like other men. We're going to die in the rapture. It will be an instant death and resurrection. You know, just being... In the, everybody say twinkling of an eye. Say twinkling of an eye. But you still die. Just like you die and then immediately you're resurrected instantly. So you're just in and out. Praise the Lord. Give the Lord a clap offering. That's a good deal, isn't it? You die, but, you know. And, you know, we, we, we go up. You know, and instantly we're chained and we go to heaven, spend seven years for the marriage supper of the Lamb, then we come back for the millennial reign. Another clap offering. That's a good deal. Every day I'm glad I was born in the 21st century. You know, I'm glad I, was, I'm glad I wasn't born, you know, some 100 years ago when I would have had to die. And, you know, now I'm glad I'm born in the final generation. 42nd generation, give the Lord a clap offering, somebody. Oh, 42nd generation. We are the 42nd generation. Be thou strong, therefore, and show thyself a man. David is given specific instructions to Solomon. Very critical. Because I'm going to show you the prophetic uh, equivalents of many things he did that are happening now and will yet happen in that are imminent to that are imminent, you know, things that are going to happen shortly. Some of them are, some of them, are, the process has already started. He, he said, Keep the charge of the Lord. I didn't hear you. Verse 3 Show thyself a man and keep the charge of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes, his commandments, his judgments, and his testimonies. I shared about this the other time, you know. 
all those things are not the same. It's just the Lord. Mm -mm. They're Lord, but they're specific. They're very specialized. The commandments is love. Judgments is daily self-judgment. His testimonies, you know, are seeing what has been done in the Bible and then reproducing it, you know, in your own time. For example, Joshua spoke to the son. That's a testimony. So that testimony now has to be fulfilled in our own time. May not let it be the sun. It may be one planet. I don't know how God's going to do it in our time. But something will happen. Amen. A cosmic miracle. I'll give the Lord a clap offering somebody. Statutes are healing, deliverance, prosperity. They are statutes. So he says to them, he told Solomon, do all of these things. As it is written in the law of Moses, that thou mayest prosper. I didn't hear you. In all that thou doest, and whithersoever thou turnest thyself, the same thing he told Joshua. This book of the law, he told Solomon. <laughs> it's a shame Solomon didn't keep it. You know, at least not, not enough. He kept it at first, but not, not, not enough. That the Lord, I didn't hear you, may continue his word, which he spake concerning me, saying, if, observe, it is conditional. You know, I don't know where these guys get this unconditional love from. It's not in the Bible. If, scream at somebody, thy children take heed to their way to walk before me in truth with all their heart and with all their soul, there shall not fail thee, said he, a man on the throne of Israel. This was God's way of, of patching the spiritual dynasty into the biological monarchy. Balanjama was there. And it wasn't his perfect will. God said, now, if they'll do this, then I'm going to make sure that in every generation, there will be somebody who has the spiritual qualifications to, to take it on. But it's conditional on whether they're... Of course, we know the history. They didn't do it. So it didn't work. Moreover, now he begins to give him specific instructions. And I'm going to show you the equivalence of this today. I know what I'm about to share is going to be frightening. But we need to hear it, not frightening in a neg negative kind of way. You take it to ourselves. The first guy he deals with is Joab. Let, let's read it first, then I'll talk about it. Moreover, thou knowest also what Joab, the son of Zeruiah, did to me, and what he did to the two captains of the host of Israel. Now, he makes a separation between what he did to Joseph, David, and then what he did to the captains. What did he do to David? We, we shared it last time. He threatened David. David was wrong. David was crying because Absalom was killed. So that was wrong. But no matter, I've said this, I'm going to keep saying it. Two wrongs don't make a right. There is never an excuse for rebellion. However justified you think you are, God will judge rebellion and deal with it even if you are justified. Do you know, just to, you know, aside, aside from this, do you know that Miriam and Aaron had a point? <laughs> but they were wrong because of approach. 
who are you? You know, the, the, the law you are quoting is the Moses who, who wrote it. <laughs> they are using that same law now to come and condemn Moses. Because he, because he married an Ethiopian woman. Shut your silly mouth. What's your business? Hear a lesson, and I want to repeat it. To his own master, he stands or is false. Who are you to judge another man's servant, especially your leader? Shut your silly mouth. Hey, but they didn't. Let God deal with that, not you. It's above your pay grade. Don't even go there. Don't, 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 don't tread where, don't go where angels fear to tread. Rebellion is a shortcut to destruction. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.